0: Hey everybody, it's Andy. And this is Dave. And before we get into this week's episode, we'd like to do a little announcement.
1: As you may have noticed, in the last few episodes, we've been including a guest in our random ramblings. The reception of this idea has been very positive, and we'd like to continue with it. If you or somebody you know would like to be a
0: guest on the show, or have a suggestion of somebody you would like to hear from, please contact us at the following locations.
1: You can reach me at my email, dpalay, that's d-p-a-l-a-y, at rapodcast.net. You can reach me at my
0: email, which is QS23, QS numbers two and three, at rapodcast.net. We have a Twitter account, which is twitter.com slash rapodcast. On our forums, you can just sign up and talk about it. It's going to be under the non-episode topics. Or any other place on the interwebs that you can find us. So thank you for your continued support of the podcast. And without further ado, on with the show. (laughs) Welcome, once again, to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 110, recorded live on July 15th, 2009, and here are your hosts, the man who was there for episode one, actually episode zero two, Dave Play.
1: Episode zero two? Well, episode... right? Yes. Okay.
0: The man who was also there for the very beginning, I'll just say that now, Andy Lowe, Hi. Man, you might have heard if you had listened to either of those first episodes,
1: Mike and Palazzari. Yo. You had to listen very, very, very closely,
2: though. I'm just shouting at him in the background.
1: <laughs> but Mike was there at the very start of RA Podcast. The falter out of the gate of RA Podcast.
0: Yep. Now we're a smooth-running machine, turning out episodes every week. (laughs) Well, it'd be better if somebody didn't go for coffee and then show up nine minutes late.
1: Oh, I was only four minutes late, thank you very much. My clock said 4.09, and you said, one sec, I just got here. The missed call from you, which was ringing as I entered the door, was 4.04 p.m. Well, then somebody's clock is off.
0: I don't want to find out, though, because that would chew up bandwidth in order to sync with other... Clocks. Oh,
1: okay. Awesome. So, anyways,
0: so technically, we basically have the original crew back.
1: <laughs> the boys
2: are back in town.
1: Except we aren't all in the same hotel room in Seattle. Oh,
2: that Bellevue, be
1: so- actually. Bellevue. You're right. What was even the? name? I don't even remember the name of that place. I don't. It was really convenient because it was like right off the highway and across the street from the convention center, yeah, down Star the road Stroke from Ball. Whole Foods. Which we didn't find out until the end. Yep. Now, though, I know exactly where all the Whole Foods are at. There's one, like, nine blocks from the convention center. You have fun walking that. I will. <laughs> you're coming with. Are you kidding?
0: It depends on I have a job.
1: Uh, well, it depends if we're both there.
0: <laughs> yes, that's, that's the bigger. depends on if we're actually going this year.
1: If we're both there, you're coming with me. <sighs> Mike, you want to go to PAX again?
2: Uh, depends on what date it is. What is PAX this year? PAX is September 4th through the 6th. If you're
0: driving, it's September 1st through whatever, the 9th
2: or 9th. Oh, well, see, I don't think I'm actually going to be able to make that, because I believe I will be going back to school this semester. Ooh, which school? WCC. Fantastic. WCC.
1: Well, with any luck, I'll actually be able to see you on campus. Oh, nice. Wow, what are you going to be doing, Dave, at WCC. Uh, nothing at WCC. I will be hopefully, possibly, maybe at the WTMC. Teaching. Teaching?
0: Oh. You just gave an acronym that I don't know. Washington Technical
2: Middle College. You better treat those bastards right. I used to be one.
1: Well, that's kind of uh, the idea. Well, so I wouldn't call them bastards, but yes. But what is this Washington Technical Middle College? It is a charter school that is also a public school. That is, they follow all the public school guidelines and get some public funding. But so, the biggest
2: thing is, is that when you graduate from WTMC, they generally graduate with an associate's degree.
1: Well then. Yeah. You graduate high school with an associate's degree. Your first like year, you go through a year of regular high school before you can even apply for WTMC. Then you do another year of WTMC. And then for your junior and senior year of high school, you're taking WCC courses. Hmm. Paid for entirely by the WTMC. Mm-hmm. So you graduate high school with not only an associate's, but a free associate's.
0: <laughs> ah, free would have been nice as now I look at my um, college loans. Yep. Damn those
1: college loans. And that means you could get out of a four-year school in two
2: years. Yep. I could have my master's or possibly a doctorate by now.
1: (laughs) Well, Mike, that's actually not too impressive because a lot of our classmates had master's now. And several are like a year away from their doctorate. What? Who? Who has their master's? Yeah. Jesse Tesserero just got a master's. I wonder what Simon has. Simon has a master's. (laughs) Simon has a master's from uh, either Harvard or Stanford. Stanford. Or yeah.
2: Darn perfect 1600.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It was a perfect 1600.
0: And he went On to go. On the
2: SAT2s. S-
0: <laughs> no, no. He, he went to go see um, Spider-Man with us the night before.
1: <laughs> wow. Nice.
0: It says a bunch of us have already taken the SAT, and so we weren't that worried about it. So we went and saw Spider-Man. Nice. <laughs> And I was quite happy with my. Was
1: it thirteen hundred? I got a thirteen twenty. Damn it! <laughs> I I totally blew the uh, English section. The right, the yeah, English section, but I just kind of, you know, went straight through the math section. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, even back then, it was not <laughs>
2: <sighs> good old math.
1: huh? Oh, I love math. It's so nice. So, I have a small plug, if you guys don't mind. Is it your D&D thing? It is my D&D thing. Fine. If you go to uh, ustream.tv and look up the Dungeons & Dragons broadcast.
0: I'm not actually doing it. I don't know what you're waiting for. What was that? (laughs) What was what? I heard voices. You're in the middle of the art fair, Dave. There are voices all around you. Yes, there are, but I heard voices from the headphones, Andy.
2: More like voices from your head.
0: Dave, they're telling you to go to your fridge, open it up, and take out the entire shelf and drop
1: it on the floor. Why are they telling me to do that? That's what they were telling you last week. That was what they were telling me last week. But that was you, I think. I hope. I don't know. I'm going insane. Help me. Save me. (laughs) Uh, So anyways, it is the go-to show URL. Yeah. Ustream.tv slash channel slash... Okay, I'm putting it on the front page... (laughs) <laughs> because that's going to be a fun plug It'll be on the front page for the next couple days Till uh, Monday but, but depends where I put it on the front page Oh uh, You can see a, a recorded Session of Dungeons and Dragons And keep watching it Because we will have our live sessions Of D&D on there Mike actually watched it,
2: right, it, it How do you like it? It, well, it was uh, very Dungeons and Dragons
0: <laughs> Well, duh now Dave, here's a question for you. How yes. come we haven't started up the three point five over email like we said we were going to do?
1: Uh, Matt was the one who was trying to put that together. Don't look at me. D
2: D over email. That yeah. just yeah. takes a lot of fun.
1: I know. It would seem it would seem very simple, very straightforward,
0: not very taxing. Yeah. Hey, don't look at me. I wasn't going to DM it. Damn it, I should just say it just email a bunch of people and say, Okay, everybody start rolling up a level one character.
1: Okay. You're all in a pit. Do it! <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I don't... Go. What would be kind of interesting would be a DM-less game. A DM-less a play by game? By, a DM-less play-by-email game. How would that work? Everyone takes turn coming up with the next part of the story until you get to a part where people need to, to interact and you do rules, and then everyone knows the rules. Hmm.
0: So it's almost, like
1: the a, it's almost like a D&D version
0: of Surely You Jest? I guess. Do you know what Shirley Ugest is? Uh not offhand, no. It's it's a basically it's sort of like a drinking game where people would start making up a story and then you would set up the story for the other person to get out of, basically, like oh, oh. he was trapped in a cave with a bunch of pirates, yeah, and the I, other person would the other person would try and continue the story saying how he got out, and then they would add to this next person's story.
1: Yeah, I read about that. That sounded like a fantastic
0: drinking game. It It is quite fun if you get a bunch of people who are really into it. And so this would just be the D&D equivalent of it. So you'd have the party, and then each person would throw the party into something else.
1: Well, no, it doesn't even need to be throw the party into something else. It's just, you know, describe what you see. Go on. You know, what happens next? It doesn't need to be that the party gets into trouble every time. You know, you start with like, okay, we're all in a pit. And then the next person would be like, okay, well, here's how we get out of the pit, and here's what we see. The next person says, okay, well, here's what we see, and... This is now what happens with what we see.
0: Well, it wouldn't really be, here's how we get out of the pit. It would be, okay, I'm in a pit. I try to get out of it. <laughs>
1: yeah, all the players would do
0: their turn in order to get out of the pit. And then the DM would be like, okay, this is where I stop. It would be uh, maybe after X number of emails or amount, or a certain amount of time or a number of counters or something like that. And then it would pass on to the next DM. The DM's got the backlog of what exactly happened. Ooh. And- he moves on the to something else.
1: The difficulty with that, with passing the DM around, is that you wouldn't be able to get kind of like a, a very continuous subplot. You couldn't plan ahead. Because mm. you don't know what the next person's going to do. Well, maybe you just need to make your foreshadowing a little obvious. <laughs>
0: Perhaps. I don't know. It, it could be interesting. It could be. Or
1: What's you could just-, just send an email to a couple people saying, we level one characters, you're in a pit. <laughs> and that- you take your turn DMing. Oh. <sighs> But I've never been behind the... The, whatever, the screen? The, the screen, sure. Is that what it's actually called? Yes. Okay. It is a DM screen. Nah. It's really not that bad. I know. I would just actually
0: have to think of a thing to do. Yeah, it, it sucks, doesn't it? Yes.
1: All right. So, uh, anything else?
0: What do you mean, anything else? We
1: have a giant we, list of topics. Are we done? Oh, we have top, Really? <laughs> You should know. Oh, you hey, act- look at
0: that. There's, there's a list of topics, including
1: some submitted by you, so you should know that they are there. Oh, yes. I, I do suppose I submitted a few. What's really funny is I could actually, like, I have the access where I could go in behind the scenes on the website. I could change all of these so that they're all submitted by me.
2: Well, then you would certainly know where these topics came from.
1: <laughs> in fact, I could change all of the historical topics so that they were also all submitted by me.
0: You know, what you really need to do is go back through all the historical topics and find the links that are broken. Yeah, screw that.
2: <laughs> well, that's a fun job.
0: That yeah, I've decided now at the end of this year. At the end of this year, I'm not going to post the entire links from the year.
1: How many of those were broken? A few dozen. Yeah, I didn't. That that doesn't surprise me. No.
0: What uh, does surprise me though? My responsibility <laughs> is our first topic. Pandora is limiting the amount. Of music you're able to listen to for free.
1: Does it really surprise you? I mean, really? Well, this
0: is this was back from, what was it, like back in 2005 or something like that when they did the, the, the whole fight between the web broadcasters and the radio broadcasters, and the radio broadcasters also broadcast on the web, and the whole thing with SoundExchange.
1: Six exchange. or seven, actually, because it was really close to when we started recording. How
0: about back in 2007, the U.S. government's copyright royalty board set royalty rates for online streaming music? There you go. As I said, 2007. (sighs) Well, in 2008, they passed the Webcaster Settlement Act, which gave the year to come to terms with SoundExchange. And I guess this is what Pandora did to come to terms with SoundExchange. Is now we only get 40 months free per month. Or not 40 months. 40 hours free per month.
2: Oh, 40 months free. That sounds awesome. (laughs) 40 months
1: free per month. Okay. Does that roll over? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's see. 40 hours, 30 days would be what? You're looking about an hour and a half to two hours a day.
2: One point, what? One of the third hour a day. What
0: what, what keyboard was that? Because that was not my keyboard. That would be Mike's. Mike? What type of keyboard do you have?
2: Acer keyboard. Oh.
0: Because it sort of had a little bit of that Model M sound to it. The clackety-clack?
1: Oh, yeah. My keyboard. Yeah, Andy, Andy loves his Model M clackety-clacks.
2: Oh, that. yeah. That's the, that's the sound. Oh.
1: Because he's just weird that way.
0: So, 40... Uh, It seems kind of sad, though. It's only 40 hours per month. Granted, we can pay to get the unlimited stuff, but it's... Yeah,
1: and it's like 99 cents.
0: I thought it was like 2.99.
1: Well, we have the link right here. I'm looking down the list. Looking at the Pandora's blog post, which is what you should have linked in the first place. I'm sorry, the blog... Oh, so you're right, it is just 99 cents. 99 cents, so for a buck a month. $12 $12 a year. Not even $12 a year. 11.88 a year. You have unlimited music.
2: I don't know. Some dangerous precedent. People who originally didn't pay for music might actually start paying for music. Although it's only a buck. That's like a big step for a lot of people out there.
1: Yeah, I know. It's it's a huge price increase. Infinite percent. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, it's it's not too bad, I suppose.
1: Oh, no, it really isn't. <laughs> Now, what's the difference
0: between paying the ninety-nine cents and then paying for Pandora One, which is like what thirty some odd
1: bucks for the year? Well, besides eighteen bucks a year, uh, I don't know. Pandora One, uh, that's Pandora I, One's I, the premium,
0: right? Yeah, I think so. It's got the higher quality streaming and no ads and stuff. So you'd still, okay. it's you basically you get forty hours free of Pandora. Pay $0.99, cents, you can get unlimited per month, but it's still the basically the quote-unquote free Pandora. Right. So you have all the ads and everything, and you
1: have the timeout. Um, uh, on Pandora 1, can you go back and listen to songs again? I'm not sure. Because that would be kind of cool. Well, granted, if
0: you have a small enough um, window, you start hearing some of the same songs over again. That's what happened yeah,
1: to me. I had a, a freeze pop station, and it was like the same, same 10 songs over and over and over again. I deleted the station. <laughs> i'm like okay all of these songs were pretty cool but that's all they have time for something else i don't know i always
0: enjoyed when i was driving up to lansing working at the the tv station up there mm-hmm. every morning i went up there the first song that was on my ipod was jessica because of the allman brothers nice <laughs> Which was kind of funny because I could normally get to the the highway by about the time the song finished up. Mm-hmm. So I knew where I was, time wise. So I don't know what it is about that song;
1: it just doesn't get old with me. Pandora One, listen without limits. You get unlimited per month. You get to personalize your look. You get to skin Pandora. Uh, there's a desktop application, so you don't need to use the internet. You don't need a browser open. High quality, no advertisements. Uh extended interaction timeout and a mini player. Hmm. That's it. That's what you get for thirty bucks a month. Thirty-six bucks a month. A uh, year. Oi. Okay. So for one dollar a month you get unlimited music. Yes. For three bucks a month you get unlimited music and toys? I guess so.
2: And skins. Ooh. Skins. Sign me up.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't even I don't even actually like look at Pandora when I'm using it. Why would it skin matter?
1: I don't know. Put Pandora I may, on, put it in the background, let it go. I may uh consider doing that one dollar a month thing though. Yeah, that once they come out with the freaking Pandora application for the Google phone for Android.
0: Yeah, you keep on saying it's coming out.
1: Well, they keep saying it's coming out. <laughs> and it doesn't. Yeah, and 3D Realms kept on saying that. You could <displayed> forever, ever.
0: <laughs> coming out.
1: Yep. Oh, I have a little more faith in Pandora for this than I did for 3D Realms. <laughs> Pandora has a precedent. They actually made the application for uh, WebOS and for uh, bup, uh, uh, the iPhone. Yeah. That thing. That one phone thing. Yeah, that Apple did. Ah. Speaking of things coming out on Android. Okay. Google Voice has an Android application now. Wouldn't what? But that I thought that's what Google Voice is supposed to do. Well, previously, Google. If you want to use Google Voice like from your cell phone, yes. Right. Let's say you because you have a BlackBerry and yes. not Android. Although they are coming out for BlackBerry as well. Okay. In fact, it should be out right now if you check the BlackBerry app market. <sighs> uh, no, I'm sorry. It's not going to be posted on the app market there. You got to go through Google to get it. Um, if you wanted to use Google Voice, if you had an account, you would dial your Google Voice phone number. So you dial yourself and then go through a menu, and then from there you'd place the call, Okay, and it would connect you. Uh, this app allows it to just place the call natively. So I would have to... But this one, so it's more of an integration sort of thing? Yeah. Okay. And it gives you access to, like, the visual voicemail and the SMS and the stuff that you would have had to go through the website to get. Hmm.
0: And I, side note, I did find that Grand Central activation from a long time ago that I never actually used.
1: Yeah? So yeah, do, you have, do you have Google
0: Voice set up now? No, it doesn't work anymore.
1: Oh. I had never the activated? invite,
0: and I dropped it.
1: I guess, I guess not. Oh, Andy. Well, I know they're... I, I've heard rumor that they are indeed sending out their... Invites. So have you gone and uh, gotten an invite for Google Voice? I've signed up for one. All right. Well, then hopefully one will be coming to you. Hopefully.
0: Granted, I don't really use my phone enough in order to
1: really want Google Voice, but the visual voicemail would be interesting. Visual voicemail is nice. Um, Being able to sort your contacts into different groups and make recordings for each of them. Those are pretty nice. Could I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, all right.
0: It's in the future. Is it? Yes. Okay. Well, Google says it's coming, so.
1: (laughs) And if Google says it's coming.
2: The Google never lies.
0: It just may or may not. Except on the 1st of April. Well, everybody on the internet does. (laughs) So EA says that Command & Conquer 4 is coming.
1: Yeah, it was really kind of funny, too, because it was leaked from, I think, EA Europe. Before it was actually released. The European PR
0: folks didn't do the time, um, I guess, the time zones. So it was announced earlier that day that the European PR folks posted on their Twitter that EA Los Angeles
1: announces Command & Conquer 4.
2: Oops. Nice.
1: EA LA is like, well, that's news to us. We uh, haven't quite announced that yet. So that's kind of funny. I wonder if someone got
0: fired. I don't know, but, but it, it was not. just like the, remember the Penny Arcade game where somebody posted the NDA at like midnight of the first day of PAX? Yeah. And we we're like, oh, the Penny Arcade game. And they're like, yeah, that's what the big surprise was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So Command & Conquer, why should I care? Because I've never touched any of the series. The because Command & Conquer series,
1: the Red Alert series, none of it. It was the most successful real-time strategy other than Blizzard's
2: hmm They were big competitors back in the 90s.
1: Before Westwood Studios was bought by EA, it was the competitor to Blizzard. Ah.
2: Actually started uh, computer gaming off the original Command & Conquer.
1: Mm-hmm. It had... You know, in, in Blizzard games and in most subsequent RTSs, you would have individual queues for a building. Yes. Right. You click on the building, and it gives you a list of stuff you can build. Yes. Well, in Command & Conquer... There was the sidebar. Everything you could build was on the sidebar. Okay. And you had, like, a single master queue. Oh. And so you could queue up whatever you wanted, and they'd come out of the appropriate buildings.
2: Yes. You could set which one you wanted to be your primary build location, and units would just start popping out. So if all of a sudden the front of the battle moved to your secondary base, you still got your central queue building soldiers. You just tell them to come out of a different building, and there they are.
1: Oh, that is sneaky! Yeah, and the more buildings of the same type you have, the faster it builds.
2: Oh, hmm. well, originally I really liked the Command and Conquer series, but the story was fantastic.
1: Oh, yeah, and they had the, the, live, the action, live action is,
2: scenes. It's actually really, really good, and I actually really would like to see the storyline put into a book because it's really interesting.
1: There's a book. Well, no, I would you'd like, like to, to see, see a book. Oh, okay. The, the difficulty with it is at least until Command and Conquer three. There were always two stories, and depending on which side you played, GDI or Nod, it unraveled differently. In Command & Conquer 3, they actually made it so that this, the two campaigns were the same story, just told from the other side.
2: Yeah, and then there was an alien race, and now things are starting to get a little weird. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> kind of reminds me of this, the turn that Red Alert took, just, you know, off the deep end. Whee! Well, don't <laughs> tell
0: me that, because I haven't... I actually have Red
2: Alert 1 and Red Alert 2 here. Red Alert 2, they they
1: jumped off the deep end, and then I, I'm pretty sure the expansion isn't canon. There's an expansion to Red Alert 2 called Kane's Wrath where all of a sudden you get, like, spaceships. Huh. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's not considered canon. <laughs> Red Alert 3 I thought was pretty good. Yeah, I don't have that. I have it. It's a fun game. Maybe I'll play it. I still want to try and play Red Alert One,
0: even though it's one of those classic. I've got a widescreen monitor; it doesn't do widescreen sort of things.
1: Yeah, you're you're gonna have some difficulty with that. You're gonna have some. actually the never. Size of
0: your
2: face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I never
0: played Red Alert One. Well, you can get it for free off of uh, EA's Red Alert website. Yep, you can oh, download wow. the uh, ISOs of the Alliance and the Soviet disc. Allies.
1: Whatever. Alliance, yeah. allies, they're the same thing. Allies are part of an alliance. Yes. But the, it, it's called the allies, just like it was in World War II, you know, Axis and allies.
0: Or in WoW with the alliance and the horde.
2: Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> That's actually exactly the opposite. <laughs> well, I, I was trying to bring up WoW. Oh, okay. Because. So WoW. Yes. I've been WoW free for like three months, I think, something like that. Congratulations. I actually
2: just canceled my account last week. Oh, double congratulations.
1: Man, everyone we know is dropping WoW. Well, including five million people. Or, sorry, six million. Seven. Seven. Seven? Six or seven.
0: It's probably six and a half. But, so, remember we had the whole thing about Blizzard was going to transfer their thing from one Chinese company to another, and there was certain restrictions on the Chinese multiplayer games.
1: No, I, I actually don't remember that. That was a couple of years
0: ago. Okay. Well, now the um, the Chinese servers are down for Blizzard. They've been kind of mum about why, but some people think it's because they're starting to transfer their licenses from the, from the nine to NetEase. And now okay. the the nine was kind of pissed that they were losing these li- uh, license because WoW makes money. Right. So now there's some legal litigation, and they think that's why the things are still down. Oh boy. So, which is also kind of surprising. You think, wow, it has 11 million subscribers, but without oh, no, China, that that's down to five. Wow.
2: That's a lot of gamers. <laughs> well,
1: but the, the Chinese were paying, like, nothing compared to what we were paying over here. Yeah. Right? So is it was the payment like, structure different? Yeah, it's like 15 cents per hour.
2: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Well, so their, their payment structure is very different. But even so... Discounting China, so now we're down to five million people paying with the American and the European prices, right? Yes. OK. So even being like super generous and calling that 10 dollars an hour, which it isn't, that's 50 million dollars a month.: Yeah. That's 100, what, 50 million a month with 12 months? It's six hundred million dollars,
0: and even if you cut off, even if Wow's down to five million, that's still
1: way ahead of anyone else. Four million more than anybody else at the moment. Who's second? EverQuest.
0: Uh, I'm looking. All the stuff way down there is under five hundred thousand. <laughs> Ouch. Let's look at the seventy to seven hundred thousand stuff. Uh, let's see, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy eleven.
1: It looks like
2: Mike. Did you ever play Final Fantasy eleven? I actually did play Final Fantasy XI for a little bit there. During that's the what I... Uh, MMO Dark Ages. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what I thought. Um, are you looking at Final Fantasy XIV at all?
2: No. What's that? Never heard of it.
1: What? Did you not watch the E3 press events?
2: I did not even know E3 happened this year.
1: <laughs> well, that's... Oh, okay. Yeah, E3 happened, and Final Fantasy XIV online was announced.
2: Oh, really? Cool. I'll have to give that a look and see how it looks.
1: What's kind of funny is World of of
0: Warcraft isn't even the largest MMO in China. Fantasy Westward Journey is. Oh, dear God. (laughs) I have no idea what the hell
1: Fantasy Westward Journey is, but that's the the number one. Fantasy Westward Journey is an MMO developed and run by NetEase. The game is the most popular online in China with a peak count of 1.5 million. Registered users reached... That's uh, of concurrent users of 1.5 million.
0: Oh, my goodness. There are 11. 25
1: million registered users as of <laughs> April of 2005. Oh, my.
0: <laughs> well, that puts 11 million in kind of perspective. Yeah.
1: Uh, in July, Dissolve 700-member Anti-Japanese Guild. Yeah, there's really nothing going on here. Um, hey. I've got the Wikipedia article. It's pretty bare.
2: Well I bet if you switch the language over to Chinese, it might perk up <laughs> <laughs> You can download the demo of the demo
1: video. Oh, well, that's no fun it said it was inspired by uh, Journey to the West, one of four great novels of China. Hmm. Okay, cool. You learn something every day. <laughs> that is true. so it seems that Windows
0: 7 is finally getting to the manufacturer stuff.
1: yay so
0: it is coming. Slowly but surely. I probably don't have a computer that could run it.
1: Do you have a computer that can run Vista? My laptop came with Vista, and it also only came with half a gig of RAM. Then it'll probably run Windows 7, just not very well. You might want to try expanding that half a gig. Well, I've got a gig and a half in there now. Yeah, oh yeah, you'll run Windows 7 fine.
2: Hmm. I don't know why laptop makers keep doing that put Vista on something that has nowhere near enough RAM to run it properly.
0: I know. And then I wanted, oh, I got that and I just started doing Vista. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. This mm-hmm. is horrible. And then I wanted to wipe out all the extra stuff and they put that special partition in there that has all the, the crapware preloaded. So if you wanted uh, yeah. to restore your system back to factory defaults, it restored <laughs> it with all the crapware added. Ooh.
1: So I wiped that out, reformatted the hard drive and then put XP on it. Nice. We actually just uh, kind of salvaged I don't really know about salvaged We we restored a computer that's been sitting in my parents' basement It's actually a really nice desktop AMD64 processor It had a gig of RAM It now has two It had a 250 gig hard drive This is like a four year old computer
0: Oh. If I give you my graphics card It'll be better than my computer
1: Uh, It's a PCIe
0: it's better than my computer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have a graphics card, though.
0: Yes. Okay, so it's not actually better than my computer right now. It just could be. It could be very or easily.
1: With a $40 purchase. Yeah. And it's been sitting in my parents' basement for a while.
0: That's the one Next thing I'm part. going to hate if I go to PAX with BYOC.
1: My computer is heavy. Yes, it is. You You're didn't not your going purchase. to actually take your computer again, are you? Oh, of course. Do you have room for mine? I don't
0: know. The whole CCST right now is kind of up in the air. Yeah. Well, the whole us going to
1: PAX is a little up in the air. Yes.
0: So we'd have to figure out CCST in order to figure out if I'm able to go to PAX because of the whole spending money not on a plane ticket. Right. God, plane tickets are what three fifty now?
1: Uh, maybe. I,
0: I don't know. I've looked. September third to September seventh. I have the search.
1: I already bought my ticket, so I don't know.
0: Watch it, like 250 bucks. Detroit to Seattle. 408 for American Airlines.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: 357 for Continental. What's Delta? 379. Glad I bought them when I did. I don't know for me it'd almost be easier if I just went to Chicago.
1: Well, except you then have to deal with parking in Chicago. No, I'm storing your car there. Take the train. Okay. From Kalamazoo to Chicago, what, it's like 40 bucks to take the train? Something like that. So add $40 to your ticket?
0: And I'm guessing my tickets are only
1: going to be 200 dollars train Trains don't stop at the airport. No. So you've got to get a cab out there. Well, I guess you could take the metro.
0: $250 Chicago. Oh, I'm sorry, that's out of Milwaukee.
2: <laughs> yeah. Bit of a drive for that one, huh?
1: Well, I do know some uh, people who where are. He is, it's about four <laughs> hours.
0: Yeah, but yeah, but that includes going through Chicago. Yep. Ooh, going through Chicago has never been painless. Just something always painful about going to Chicago. All right, Dave. What's the next? What is next? Next is speaking of pain. Swearing, yes, and swearing, swearing in and pain. Andy dug this article up somewhere. Um, It turns out after a brief study of people who were undergoing physical pain, they were told you could either swear, using your favorite swear word, or doing some side of mantra or just chanting some non-swearing word, I'm guessing like fudge or something like that. Thin. Yeah. It turns out that if the people who were swearing were able to last longer than the people who were not swearing. So, what a surprise. Swearing helps you alleviate the pain. Interesting. But it's all psychological, right? Well, there was no difference at all. It was just the, the words that people were able to chant. But just pick it, just swearing instead well, of using another I'm word. I'm wondering,
1: I and mean, if it's all psychological, can we give that power willingly to a different word?
2: I don't well, know. The thing is, is that it doesn't really matter what the word insinuates – Or is it the psychological reaction to other people actually hearing the word that makes it a bad word? I don't know. Does Does it have to be a taboo word? Well, if you see someone cursing some word, let's say you've never heard it before, but you see that they're in pain, do you automatically associate that with a curse word?
1: I don't know. I I don't know either. If we repeated this test and told the people to say a certain word but also told them that this was a swear word in some other language and that the people around them knew that it was a swear word, whether or not it would have the same same effect.
2: It would be interesting to know if they were in the room with the tester or if they were alone when this was happening.
1: Damn it, why am I not school of psychology? (laughs) School of social work, school of psychology, like anything where we could actually test this. It would actually be kind of fun.
2: (laughs) Mind games. How swearing
0: achieves its physical effect is unclear, but the researchers speculate that the brain circuitry linked to emotion is involved. Earlier studies have shown that unlike normal words, which rely on the outer few millimeters of the left hemisphere of the brain, swearing hinge on evolutionary ancient structures buried deep inside the right half of the brain.
1: My swear words are stored in the reptilian part of my right brain? Yep,
0: in the amygdala. The hell? The hell? Students' heart rates rose when they swore, a fact that researchers say suggests that the amygdala was activated during the test. That is just bizarre. Uh,
1: What's also bizarre is this was students who volunteered for this sort of thing. Yeah, that they had to, like, soak their hands in ice water for some period of time. Yeah. How Um, do you react when you get hurt, Andy? I don't know. Like, kicking the shin hurts. I would say that I wouldn't swear, but I kind of know that
0: I would swear because I still remember even back in like elementary school, you know, that one time your parents finally realized that you learned how to swear and they ask you who you learned that from and you can't say dad. <laughs> so you blame somebody else.
1: I, I can't picture your dad swearing. Doesn't happen
0: very often. No. Oh, here we go. There is a catch into this thing, though. Um Okay. The more we swear, less emotionally potent the words become, and without emotion, all the left of a swear word is the word itself, and which, like earlier proven in the test, does not help you with your pain.
2: Huh. Hmm. So it's... It's,
0: it's got to be a real swear word. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so it doesn't help unless there's a sting behind it.
0: Yeah.
1: That's just so
2: weird.
0: I, I, I don't know how, but
1: it... All I right. just don't understand the people who swear when they're really excited. Because they're not in pain. They're- hey, 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 hey. When I got the call to be an Omega Knot, I, I know. sat there going like, shit, shit, oh my god, shit, holy crap, oh fuck, shit. I was doing that for about two minutes. God, I wonder what the Tyco calls on are, the even other gonna, end. <laughs> are even going to go out. I don't know. They're a little late this year. Yeah. The
0: other ones are already, I think, decided by this point. But they haven't gone out yet, which is scary. <laughs> yep. Oh, there's a big, huge, long report on the science and public. Okay. Once again, the um, the public does not know much about science. At least they don't want to believe most about science.
1: I'm always pretty skeptic about science. Well, do you believe in global warming? I believe in global climate change. So, yes. Well, okay.
0: 84% of scientists, this was the American... Association for the Advancement of Science, they called and asked them about this. Eighty-four percent of them believe that the Earth is getting warmer because of human activities such as burning fossil fuels, but 49 percent of the public agrees. Wow.
2: That's quite a discrepancy.
0: Yeah. 32 um, percent of the public thinks that humans and other living things have evolved due to natural process. Mm-hmm. So that's two-thirds that think we didn't evolve. Where did they take this study? Southern Kansas. This was done by the, the Pew Research Company, which um, data using this. They actually wrote about the survey Dave. So here we go. Here are your data points back here. Um, opinions in the general public were gathered in two telephone surveys conducted by landlines and cell phones. The main cell phone survey or the main telephone survey was conducted with a sample of two thousand adults, April twenty eighth to May twelfth, two thousand and nine. Survey containing the science knowledge quiz and the spending priority questions were conducted June 18th to 21st 2009 with a sample of 1, 000, uh one thousand and five adults. There's a sample of two thousand five hundred and thirty three members of the American Association for the Advancement of Science with all, through all different science fields, and if you really want to read the PDF, um, they actually go about the margin of error
1: and such. Mm. Yeah, um, I'm okay. Sure. I don't trust most phone surveys, actually. Especially
2: a cell phone <laughs> survey.
1: Yeah. yeah. 46%. It's, it's a convenient survey. It really is. It's too easy for someone to say, I don't want to answer this.
2: And plus, you know, unless there's something they got riding on it, why would they even bother telling you the truth? Maybe <laughs> maybe they're not even lying. They're maybe just they're fucking just, with you. <laughs> yeah, seriously, Why not?
0: Oh, they, oh, this is kind of funny. There's even a science knowledge quiz that was given to that thousand adults. Mm-hmm. 46% know that electrons are smaller than atoms. Um, 47% know that lasers do not work by focusing
1: sound waves. <laughs> um, no, but don't they have a, a Sazer? I read something about that not too rec- like not too long ago. <laughs> what? Laser. A Sazer. It it, it's basically a sound laser. What? I swear to God, I read something about it not too long ago. Like, I know, so, the, I know there's the, the yeah. sound stuff that the army uses for crowd control. Right here. Sazer is the acoustic analog of the laser. It is capable of producing highly coherent concentrated beams of ultrasound, using methods very similar to those employed by the laser. Though only wow. theoretical, a Sazer is being developed at University of Nottingham. <laughs> using sound to cut through things? I mean, apart from allowing the inv- investigation of terahertz frequency ultrasound, the Saser is also likely to find a myriad of uses in optoelectronics as a method of signal modulation and or transmission.
2: Oh, jeez! What
1: the huh. hell is a laser? Microwave amplification. Okay. <laughs> 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 well, yes, but
0: lasers don't work with sound waves. No, lasers don't work with sound. No. lasers do. <laughs>
1: Yes, but they maybe don't they, exist yet. This, well, but maybe these people that they surveyed had just read the article about Caesars <laughs> and gotten confused and got confused. I highly doubt that. So do I. Especially <laughs> since so, you didn't even read the article about Caesars until now. No, I remember. I told you I read about it. Fine. I knew about it so from before I looked it up. God, that is so. That's just one of those weird things. You're like, wait, what?
0: Wait, they're trying to do what? Huh? How does that even work? I don't know. Hey, Mike, what web browser do you have?
2: I actually use Firefox. 3.0, 3.5? Whatever version prevents the little thing popping up telling me I need to update.
1: Probably 3.5. Go to Help About. <laughs> it will tell you what version you use.
2: I'm currently using 3.0.11.
1: Oh, he's not using oh. 3.5. So you should update then.
2: If it ain't broke, don't fix
1: it. It is broke. That's why they fixed it.
0: (laughs) You you see that—that's probably the reason why um, YouTube is getting rid of support for IE six. Who the hell is still using IE six? Probably people like Mike. Hey, it's broke. Don't fix it.
1: No, Mike was saying if it's not broke, don't fix it. Oh, yeah, the the expression. Yes, that's that's what I meant. Yeah. What did I say? If it's broke, don't Uh fix it.
0: Looks well, like. IE
1: six is broke, but people aren't fixing it. But that's a whole other story. Well, but they they did fix it. It's just people aren't taking the fix. No, because it's some big scam by Microsoft.
2: I don't like these tabs. <laughs> What's this private browsing?
0: I don't know. I Kate didn't like the tabs for the longest reason, but I think now she's got either IE seven or IE eight, and she's using tabs now. So tabs
1: are
2: are helpful. I like them. Tabbed browsing. It's a new age. It
0: cuts down on the amount of windows
1: that are open on the bottom of my... Well, because it just sticks all the windows into one. Yeah.
2: Actually, I know a lot of Windows 2000 loads that I used to do in my old job started with IE6 on them. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Leftover, old uh, OEM installations.
1: Yeah. I'd believe it.
0: So yeah, YouTube is going to be cutting off support. Dig, I think, is looking at cutting off support for IE6 as well.
1: No, cutting off support doesn't mean it's not going to work. It just means they're not going to keep trying to fix it so that it does work, if yeah. it does break.
0: Well, I don't know. YouTube is literally saying they have a link on their thing. If you go to the web page in IE6, it says, We'll be facing out support for your browser soon. Please upgrade to one of the following more modern browsers. And it was Chrome, IE8, and Firefox
1: 3.5. But not Safari.
0: No, no, they don't to list Safari.
1: Ha! <laughs> That's kind of funny. I am amused. Technically, Chrome's on there twice. Why is Chrome on there twice?
0: Well, it's the it's the bar on the top says Google Chrome IE8 or Firefox 3.5, and then on the sidebar it says, try YouTube in a new web browser. Download Google Chrome. So I think the other one's kind of like an ad, but it's still it, Google Chrome's on there twice. But it would be kind of funny if YouTube literally at some point goes, you're using IE6. I'm sorry. We can't let you pass. You must download. Because they they do that all the time with some of the Internet Explorer's websites. I get a pop-up every once in a while saying, I'm sorry. You're not using Internet Explorer.
2: Yeah. And then I just
0: open up the IE tab extension of Firefox and then use Internet Explorer. But I don't know. It would be so nice to finally get rid of IE6.
2: What were the problems with IE6? What are the main complaints? Why would it? Security, memory.
0: Some of just, the stuff was for IE6, like if people programmed some stuff for IE6, it would only work in IE6 because IE6 was doing things its own way. There wasn't any standard version uh-huh. back then.
1: It's it's not standards compliant.
2: No. Kind of like back in the day when you uh, could either program for the Xbox, PlayStation, or the GameCube. Sure. They just didn't play with anyone else.
0: Well, they still don't play with anybody else. But it's sort of like the idea. Things are set up a certain way with IE6 that if you try doing it in somewhere else, it's just not going to work. Okay, where
1: did... Damn it. My parents called
0: and it screwed me all up.
1: Oh no. So go, Uh, Dave. Speaking of of Firefox and Firefox 3.5, one of the disadvantages to upgrading Firefox is that Google is always about three or four weeks behind as far as updating Gears. Yes. So I've had to go these last few months without access to Google Gears and it has made me sad. But no longer, Google has released their Gears update for Firefox 3.5.
0: Now, Dave, do you have Gears on your desktop?
1: I do. Why? Because I know that my internet goes out from time to time. And I don't mean these, like, five-second disconnects every couple of hours. I mean, like, it does go out. Hmm.
0: Yeah, welcome to the middle of Ann Arbor. I don't understand how that's possible, but... Okay, so that would that would make sense then.
1: I can guarantee you, you do not have a one hundred percent uptime on your end either.
0: No, no, I don't. There's have been times where it's just like, oh, look, my modem can't connect. Right. All my stuff's working fine. It's just my modem can't connect, and I keep on telling the ITV people, no, it's not my stuff. It's yours.
1: If your modem can't connect, you can't get access. So if you had a desktop there, wouldn't you want to put gears on it? You do have a desktop. Why don't you have gears on it?
0: Because the amount of time that I actually need to use my email and such, I have internet.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I basically always have internet at this point because of the phone I have. So gears is kind of redundant, but I enjoy redundancy sometimes. Redundant redundancy.
2: Well, now with the gears... If you go to access the Google, the Gmail, and it's already got it pre-backed up, will it connect to the internet to get the information first, or will it go to the offline version to save you on bandwidth? It tries to connect
1: first, oh, okay. I believe. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I could hook you up with the person who does know because my uncle was uh, uh, working on the team with Gears. Oh. Actually, he was working like he was uh, part of the Gears team. If you go look through Google's archives about the announcement of Gears. He's the guy who's explaining what Gears is. Mm, nice. Uh, so he might have the answer for you on that one.
0: Yeah, it, it tries to connect to the uh, – well, there's different versions. You can, you can do the sporadic internet where it, it does it basically like if you're in the middle of the woods and you're going to get maybe a bar every once in a while on a cellular connection. It will, it, it's different modes you can actually set up for Gears for how called often you want it Lake to connect. connection mode. Yeah. That's what it was called. Flaky, Flaky connection.
1: sporadic, one of the two. Yeah. But it's nice. And Google keeps adding more and more to Gears. So now you can use Google Calendar with Gears and Google Documents with Gears.
0: So it's basically trying to take over Outlook.
1: And Office.
0: And Office, yeah.
1: And Zoho is using Gears as well. And Remember the Milk uses Gears as well.
0: I tried using Remember the Milk. It didn't work out as well as I thought it was going to.
1: Yeah, same here.
0: <laughs> it was a neat idea. And then
1: it just, when I tried to use it, it bombed. Well, I need a to-do list to remind myself to add things to the to-do list.
0: <laughs> well, I had things on the to-do list, but then there were some times where it's like, I, I don't know, it just kept on backlogging stuff instead of, if there was like, I have like the long-term goals in there, and it keeps on saying, oh, you've missed something yesterday, and I'm like, well, that's because I didn't get to it yesterday, and it's on today's to-do list, but it's confusing. Mm. So I, I, I don't know, I've stopped using Remember the Milk.
1: Okay. It was a, a- It's a well designed system, certainly.
0: All right, Dave, is there anything else you want to hit because we should hit the random topic?
1: Uh, SciStar is back.
0: What? I thought they had declared bankruptcy.
1: They did. Well, GM declared bankruptcy. Yeah, and they're out already. Quite fast, actually. GM is still here, is it not? Yes, yes, it is. What? Yeah, they came out. Well, SciStar declared bankruptcy and came out of it. Well, that's good. What is
0: uh, SciStar? Do you want to go? SciStar
1: is a company that makes uh, Hackintoshes. Oh. They make custom-built Macs that aren't Macs. They make custom-built PCs that run OS 10. That's better. <laughs> that is a far better way of describing it. Uh, they are evidently the cockroach of companies in that you just can't kill them. Hmm. So yeah, I
0: love how Gizmodo has the quick recap. SciStar releases Open Mac, $400 Mac clone. People debate if it's possible, technical, legal, or if it's just a scam. They turn out to be real. they ship Apple gets upset five, star, five star grandstands. Apple continues to be <laughs> upset. Phistar files for bankruptcy and owes apple seventy five thousand dollars. but now they are back, and they have a um, new computer, the fifteen hundred dollar so, well, i seven
1: so really apple's just getting pissed because they aren't getting these two thousand dollars for a computer
0: yeah, so
1: and all I have to say is welcome to the market. <laughs> Well,
0: those Windows ads that were like the people who are trying to find a computer for under $2,000.
1: Laptop. for $2, Yeah, the laptop yes. for
0: under $2,000. Yeah. Supposedly those computer commercials actually aren't getting the point across. So I don't know.
1: What point are they getting across?
0: Well, that Macs are expensive and don't no, have I, – No, as-
1: I know what point they're trying to get across. What are they getting across? I don't know. I mean there's really not much else to read into those commercials.
0: Uh, but I've read reports from market studies that say they aren't working.
1: Well, that's too bad. So, They should run, like, a political commercial about the Apple tax. Apple tax?
0: Well, the amount yeah. of extra money you would pay for an Apple computer versus a PC. The equivalent
1: of a PC. Yeah. It's uh-huh. called the Apple tax. And if they did that during an election season, I think they, they might—it would either get the point across really well, or it would confuse the fuck out of a ton of people.
0: Probably yeah. a little bit of both. And then Apple would just come up with another I'm a Mac, I'm a PC commercial Making fun it. of yeah.
1: It. yeah. Damn you, Hodgman. <laughs> And whatever your name is, slick jeans wearing, I'm so relaxed, dude. It's the guy from Waiting. I don't know.
0: He's just not that into you. Um, The okay. guy from Live Free, Die Hard. Um, so, random topic. Random topic. I rolled ahead of time. Rolled number six. Yeah. What is your favorite candy bar?
1: Ooh. Does a Reese's peanut butter cup count as a candy bar? It's
0: not a candy. Is it a bar? Well that's it that's does what I'm asking. It does, does it, as a bar, there does are, it need ooh. to be in bar form? Justin Long. Sorry, that's the game. That's that? your favorite candy bar? No, that's that's the name of the Mac guy.
1: Ah. Uh, oh, okay. Way to be like two minutes behind, but sorry. okay. Um,
0: uh, so a, a peanut bar, butter cups are tasty, but I don't think of them as a granted. Yes, they are with all the rest of the candy
1: bars, but so is like nerds and chuckles and bubblegum. Well, chuckles is in bar form. It is just six little bars. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: So Dave, if you had to find a candy that came in a bar, what would be your favorite? Uh, one? I think a
1: Butterfinger probably. Oh, I don't that know. The Butterfinger, always sticks, it in, Butterfinger?
0: It always sticks in my teeth. Yeah, and I I just like feel that sugar like stuck to my teeth, and I'm going, it's probably not good.
1: No, it really isn't.
0: I feel like I Although, have to yeah. like floss and brush my teeth after I eat it.
1: The the one the new one that's like a whipped Butterfinger. A whipped Butterfinger. Yeah, it, it's like fluffy and nougat-y instead of crunch. Hmm. Those are pretty good. And someone once described them to me as the way Butterfingers should have been. You know, buttery. Yeah, crispity, crunchity Butterfinger.
0: Crispity, crunchity, peanut
1: buttery Butterfinger. Peanut buttery. That's what it was. (laughs) Come on, Dave. Don't lay a finger on my Butterfinger. Yeah. With the old Simpsons commercials. Oh, man. That was
0: the smartest idea that Butterfinger ever did. Yeah. I would have to go either with Milky Way or Three Musketeers. Frozen. No, not Frozen.
1: Only, no, no. Three Musketeers are good, but they are divine when they are Frozen.
0: Why would you want to freeze a Three Musketeer bar?
1: Because they are delicious.
0: They're delicious anyway. But they freezing are more them just delicious. takes time.
1: They are more delicious
0: frozen. It's it's pointless to freeze them. I enjoy them fine. Why would I spend more time to make them really cold in order? Because to
1: Because them- they are delicious frozen.
2: I must say that I have experienced the frozen candy bar effect. Freezing candy bars actually makes them taste really good. You can chop them up easier, so you can make them last longer.
1: Hmm.
0: What about the deep-fried candy bar? That's just yeah. creepy.
1: <laughs> I
2: want like to go deep to a...
0: fried
1: Snickers? Yeah.
0: I swear, there's some fairs that have these things, and I just want to go to one that has them. Because I want to try it at least once.
1: I mean, a deep-fried candy
2: bar? Yeah. I can't imagine it being all that good. It just seems like the flavors don't match. But I mean, yeah. some people like them.
0: But yeah, Milky Way or Three Musketeers is basically the same thing except Milky Way has caramel. Yeah. Everything else is exactly the same. And then Snickers is basically a three uh, Milky Way with peanuts Peanuts. added. Yeah. Sometimes though you kind of like that one because it's like you get the candy bar sugar rush but then you also have peanuts. So it's a little bit of a longer energy kick.
1: Yeah, Snickers are, are good for filling hunger and maintaining some energy. Yeah. I, I, what I've found through experimentation, especially with the CCST, the best candy bar for keeping yourself energized and awake is a payday bar.
2: That's actually my favorite kind of candy bar right there.
1: Oh, oh. Yeah, they're they're delicious and the protein from the peanuts is really helpful. Uh beyond that the salt helps you maintain hydration and not have to go to the bathroom quite so often, which on a CCST is very helpful.
0: Stop mm-hmm. every 3 hours or so, 2-3 hours.
2: Yeah, until you get to Montana and there's not <laughs> another town for another 260 miles. <laughs> God.
0: There's a reason why we stop basically in every town in Montana.
1: Because you don't have any choice. Yeah. You can't get, like, everyone stops in every town in Montana because your gas tank can't make it further. Yep. God, now I feel like hankering for a candy bar, and I know we don't have any. I had a stash of payday bars, but I, I finally got through them. <laughs> you had like, a stash, I went to, and then you I went to the Meijer. Bar. Well, it lasted a month and a half, almost two months. Oh. I went to Meyer and I just bought like one of those eight packs of paydays for something like five bucks.
2: Nice.
1: And I just kept that on top of my fridge. And every couple of days, every week or so, I'm like, I'm really hungry and don't want to make anything. Payday?
0: I think we have Reese's <laughs> Pieces if I'm not.
1: Yeah, Reese's Pieces aren't as good as Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, though
0: no but they're also um hard candy shell so they don't melt if you accidentally leave them in your pocket for um a True. long period of time
1: i did get uh some peanut butter cup knockoffs from trader joe's like a ton of little mini ones they're not wrapped in any foil or any paper and i forgot about them in my car
0: Ooh. <laughs> how was your giant glob of chocolate and i peanut stuck butter? it
1: in the fridge and then like attacked it with a knife to break it up. (laughs) It was delicious. (laughs) It was so good. It was because it it stayed separated, but still mixed up. Like there were, there were little pockets of peanut butter in this giant chunk of chocolate.
2: Hmm. Kind of like a moose tracks without the ice cream.
1: Right. (laughs) It was really, really good. Oh, God. Moose track is... I think we actually do have ice cream, though. Ooh, that's what I could eat. I have ice cream stores. Does that count? You've got like a Stoochie's around the corner, Dave. That definitely I have two counts. Stoochies around the corner. <laughs> and a Killwins and a Ben & Jerry's. The difficulty is it's art fair. Oh.
0: So, Dave, I'm guessing you're just going to stay in your apartment until... Um, Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: no, unfortunately, I have to get out every so often. But, yeah, I'm I'm trying to limit that. How, was, are you,
0: how are you able to get out? I thought there was like literally art fair in front of your apartment building.
1: There is art fair in front of the apartment building. There is not art fair in front of the parking lot. So I, I can get to the parking lot and just not much further.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: my goodness. But yes, a friend of mine asked me, Hey, Dave, are you going to the art fair? And I said, Well, that depends. Am I leaving my apartment? <laughs> the answer is the same. I cannot leave this building without going through the art fair. Sad. Really funny, though, because it started raining today. Oh, Art Fair during the rain was hilarious. Huge case of schadenfreude. You you get to sit there and just schadenfreude pleasure at other people's pain and discomfort. And so, you know, it's that feeling you get when you're standing at your window looking down at these booths containing thousands and thousands of dollars worth of paintings and pictures in a thunderstorm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to go and actually get some ice cream now.
1: All right, get it with uh, like peanut butter cups smushed in.
0: Oh, I, I, I well, it depends on what's in the fridge. Uh, Mike, before okay. we go, is there anything you want to
1: plug at all? Anything?
2: Mm.
1: Anything you've been up to lately?
2: Gotta say, ain't much else I can plug except Wikipedia. That thing is the greatest website. On that all thing is freaking
0: crack. Don't even get. I, I, I have to stop now because if I get started on Wikipedia,
1: it's oh, it got make three
2: up. windows with at least thirty-two I've, tabs each. I can't Andy, close because I haven't clicked all the links yet.
1: Andy, have you looked at uh, Wikiality yet? No. It's Stephen Colbert's Wikipedia. Oh, no. Oh, no.
0: I we, I got Kate America, the, the book that they did for the—, the, the For Colbert? The, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a funny book. Well, no, it's the, the history book that they did on The Daily Show or something like that. Yeah. And I have to stop reading it because I'm not sure where the truth is and where the like where the truth ends and where the lie begins. <laughs> I can't tell, so I don't want to read it anymore because it will cloud my judgment. And I'll be at like some party and be like, "Oh
1: yeah, I remember this," and they'll be like, what? I "Like no." <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, see you. are done. Thanks for having me, guest. No problem. Okay.